old boys ain't much for working Two shots on a barrel and they're talking about bourbon Talking about a few other things that they don't know If you've got a question, no need to ask They don't have a clue, so raise your glass Take a sip with the bold brothers Now it's on with the show From the heart of central Kentucky The bourbon capital of the world it's two shots on a barrel with your host. A couple of hot shots of their own. The Bow Brothers. Welcome back to Two Shots on a Barrel. Jimbo along with Jay Bow. What's up, brother Jay Bow? Oh, I need my Get microphone. Get your dang mic, <laughs> man. When we go live, you're supposed to be ready, Jay Bow. Well, I just uh, had a drink of larceny and I just totally forgot what I was doing here. So, uh, yeah. Hey, mm. thanks for, for uh, stuff. the intro there. Pretty cool. I'm kind of. Uh, Shaking. You're already screwing up. I'm, I'm shaking already, man, because, I mean... I knew this was going to happen. This is one when we were putting some stuff out on Facebook last night, kind of teasing the show, yeah. if you will, about who we were going to have on, and we'll tell you who that's going to be in just a minute. If, you, if you've looked on Facebook, obviously you know, but I knew this was going to be one that you were going to struggle with well, because look, you're, you're a little bit... Starstruck. Yeah, you're starstruck. Yeah. I, I knew this was going to be one where you're going to be stuttering through. Well, here's I didn't know that you would not forget to pick up the microphone. That's <laughs> that's a little... Here's the thing, though. You know, I come in, I, everything's ready to go, and, uh, you know, I usually fix you and I a drink before we get started mm-hmm. uh, because you're, you're doing the wires and hooking stuff up. Yeah. Well, I'm pouring a drink for this legend in here, and I'm just thinking I'm going to spill this all over him. And I can uh, see that. I mean, because I can see it's that it's happened. I spilled yeah. coffee all over you last no, year. No, I could definitely see that. So, uh, so I, I see that you're staying really far away. No, I need to be able to see everybody. <laughs> I need to be able to see everybody. So, uh, but you know, it's 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 weird being starstruck around somebody that you've known for several years. I mean, I've known him for a while. Uh, of course, we're not best friends. We don't hang out, but I I know him. I know his family, but yet. Here I am. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. it's pretty cool to have him in the studio. I, this is. It just seems like it gets better and better and better. Go ahead with each show. Just do it. Hey, we're, we're, we welcome in a legend, Steve Nally. Hey, uh, hey, thank you all for having me. Hey, uh, you know, I'm just another guy. You know, I'm not a legend. I've just been around a long time. <laughs> that's pretty. You know, that's pretty cool. You know, you think about legendaries and and obviously Hall of Famers. Yeah. Which which you are. By the way, your lovely bride is a, a Hall of Famer, too. Talk about a dynamic duo. Hey, yeah. I mean, we, we've kind of grown up in the industry together. You know, we, we've done a lot of things together. We've, we've promoted the industry, the products. You know, we, we've had a ball doing it. You know, it's, how can you have more fun than this? Oh, that's awesome. It's awesome. So, so how did it all start? How did this this legendary life that you've lived you know i know you don't like the word legend but really you've done it all how did it all start well i was you know i was kind of born into it i mean i was born and raised right next door to maker's mark distillery property and i grew up beside of it i used to ride my bicycle beside the property you know not thinking anything about it uh when i graduated from high school i thought i wanted to be a farmer you know, a couple of years into that, I found out that wasn't a very smart decision. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, in the early 70s, things kind of got rough on that side of it. So uh, Sam K. Cecil was the plant manager at the time, and I went down there one day. I thought, hey, you know, I need a job. I need something that will pay some money, something I can pay the bills with. So they just happened to have a job down there at the time, and thus it started. Um, you know, I went to work down there. I actually started growing yeast. 
Really? Yeah, that, that was my first job at the distillery. Wow. And through the course of the events, I worked every job down there uh, at one point in time from janitor, night watchman, uh, cooker, steel operator, warehouse, rolling barrels, uh, everything down there I did at one point in time. In 1988, the distiller retired, so I became, at then it was called head distiller. A few years later, became master distiller. Mm. And, you know, I took that role over in 1988 and stayed there till 2003 when I semi-retired. And How'd that work out for you? <laughs> well, I, I actually started driving a semi. Really? I yeah. didn't know that. I drove drove a semi for four years, uh, delivering grain to other distilleries. So I stayed in touch. And the opportunity came to three lawyers from Wyoming called me one day and said, you know, we want to build a, a distillery in Kirby, Wyoming. So that was a huge town out there. You know, I thought, well, I'll go out there, get in this big town of 52 people. <laughs> wow. Nobody will know what I'm doing. If I screw up, then nobody's going to know anything right. about it. Well, hell, everybody kept contact. They knew what I was doing more than they did around here. But anyway, I went out there and kind of, you know, got one started. First legal distillery in the state. Wow. So he's number one uh, state number out there. Is number one distillery. I mean, he's talking about history. Jeez so, Louise. You know, I, the state was really overwhelmed. They were really behind it. They they promoted it. They really took me under the wing, started, you know, really promoting me. So I got that one up and going. Uh, four and a half years later, we put a product on the market. Uh, by then, I was starting to get homesick. You know, I, gotcha. we'd been our family and everybody was still here. The people were great. I mean, you know, they they really welcomed us out there. But I was starting to get homesick. So nothing like my old Kentucky home, right? That's exactly right. So the opportunity came about. A guy by the name of Peter Lofton. He called me one day. I was in Wyoming, and he said, uh, "I'm I want to start a distillery." He had started buying some product around. Uh, aged product and he was having a hard time finding any and he said uh, I think I want to build a distillery you know I, I want to start making product of my own and I said well you know anything about it and he said no I don't <laughs> I said well how are you going to do that and he said I'm not you are so we talked for a while and I got I found out what he was up to and what he was wanting to do so uh, one thing led to another, and I agreed to come back and, and undertake this, and that's how I came back to Kentucky. Wow, uh, that's cool. You know, during, during that time, uh, this was 2013, but before that, 2007, uh, the Kentucky Distillers Association inducted me into the Bourbon Hall of Fame. Nice! Which was a very, very unique, honorable uh, mention. And I was inducted into the Hall of Fame, and in 2011, they inducted Donna into the Hall of Fame. That's fantastic. That so, is awesome. You know, that was a very, very unique uh, thing. Uh, we are the only living couple that are in the Hall of Fame together. Fantastic. Uh, you know, it's, it's very, very unique, and it's all due to the promotion and, and the undertaking of promoting the product and making and, and developing products. So anyway, we came back to Barstown. Uh, in 2013, uh, started Barstown Bourbon. Uh, we started out a small operation, 1.5 million proof gallons, or about 25,000 barrels a year. And we started a different uh, approach to the process. We started 
custom producing for other distillers, other brands. And we now produce for 25 other customers. We've produced 50 different recipes, which compared to anybody else, they somebody like MGP, which is up in Indiana, they produce about five different recipes. Wow. Maker's Mark Jeez. produces one recipe. You know, somebody like Heaven Hill or some of them might have four or five. But we produce 50 different recipes 50? In, in the course of a year. Jesus. Wow. So it's, it's a pretty unique recipe process we use and we're the, one of the most high-tech sophisticated production facilities in the country wow unbelievable so all right so let's take a few steps back you're you're i'll, I'll say you're a 21 year old kid looking to find your way and, and you you started maker's mark and you do everything at what point are you sitting there thinking this might be this might be what i want to do I don't think there's any one point. I think it was just my curiosity was that I want to see what this what causes this to act like this. I want to see what this does. You know, I want I want to see what's going on over here, and you know, all parts of it. I wanted to learn about it. Yeah. So you know, just going from distillery to warehouse to bottling house. You know, I wanted to learn all about it, and it wasn't just learning. Hey, this is a bottling house. This is where they fill the bottles. I wanted to learn the mechanism, the the mechanics of it. Yeah. So I actually learned how how the filler worked. You know how you wire a motor up. You know how you make everything work. So I actually dug in and, and learned the mechanics of it, the the workings of it. So it was learning how everything worked rather than just saying, okay, I can fill a bottle. Right. Or I can roll a barrel. Right. You know, I wanted to learn how everything worked and. And to me, that that's the schooling I got to. I didn't go to college to, to learn the chemistry of it. I learned it on the job. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's how I learned to be a, a master distiller. Wow. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So what, uh, being a Hall of Famer, what, what kind of perks do you get? That's, see, if, if, it, if the perks are nice, I might want to try to, to get in the Hall of Fame one day myself. It, so it, it's not going like, to happen. It's a good question. It, it's yeah. not going to happen, but, but, but it is a good question. <laughs> It opens a few doors. Does it? <laughs> you know, I get a few drinks here and there. So, <laughs> That's yeah. what I want to do. I'm in line. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Oh, man. But at the, at the time that, that I was inducted, I think there was 27 members in it. Uh, there's, I think, somewhere around 50 or 60 right now. But it's it's an honor that, that the Kentucky Distillers Association bestows on people that are noter, notable to, you know, doing part things, you know, whether it's publications or or parts in the industry itself, you know, it's production, uh, sales, you know, whatever. It's where you you've done things that are honorable mention. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you. I I, I just love love it when the good people have good things happen to him and uh man he's he's just good through and through closest thing you're gonna ever beat a hall of fame j-bo is sitting with a hall of famer uh alcohol of fame maybe (laughs) (laughs) i mean come on all right so when you started in when you started in the bourbon business uh did you looking back now and, and knowing where we are and and the explosion that has happened in the bourbon industry did you did you ever in your wildest dreams see that? 
No, we've actually seen the bottom of it too. We went through the, the late 70s, early 80s when when everything went white. Everything went to vodkas, gins, and, and that end of it. You know, distilleries were thinking we were going to have to shut the doors. Mm. You know, we went, that, that one time I was actually laid off for a few weeks. Golly. You know, distilleries went, went bad. And, you know, uh, it's just a cycle that eventually it'll go through it again. You know, I don't think we'll see it in, in my lifetime. Maybe not yours, but it'll eventually take a cycle. But right now we're booming, and I think the the reasoning for that is that people are starting to appreciate quality products. You know, when I first came into the industry in the 70s, uh, people were not appreciating quality products. You know, there was uh, Maker's Mark, uh, Weller, Pappies. You know, there was products out there that were good quality products, but people were not paying a little bit more for them. They were going out and buying cheaper products just to have a drink. Sure. So, you know, now uh, I see consumers come in every day, and they they taste products, and they get what they want, mm-hmm. and they're not looking at the dollar so much. Mm-hmm. So they're starting to really appreciate it, and I think that's going to be the longevity of it. You know, they're going to they're watch and appreciate, and, you know, the products we have at the distillery, you're seeing more quality than you are just dollar signs wow you talk about you talk about the bourbon trail your wife donna was really instrumental in that bourbon trail in the start of what is the bourbon trail it's the the but i don't know that anybody really expected the bourbon trail to be what it is now people come from everywhere to to go on the bourbon trail big money is is spent bourbons are are, are bought how cool is that uh, to see where the bourbon trail has gone? It's very cool, and you're right, Donna and two other ladies. Um, uh, one year at, at actually the bourbon festival or at a meeting, they were talking with Ed O'Daniel, who was president of the of Kentucky Distillers Association, and you know they were talking said, you know, we need to start a trail, and we need to start something that people can go to the distilleries and see what's going on. And he kind of tagged on to the idea, and he got up and made an announcement. He said, these ladies are instrumental in starting this trail. Wow. Awesome. And they That's actually huge. got together at uh, a later meeting and got things launched. And they called distilleries and said, hey, if we start this, are you okay with us having people come to your facility and starting you know, tours and starting people seeing what's going on? Nobody was set up for that. Yeah, you know, who who wants to go into a facility that's cooking mash that's hotter than blazes? You know, it's 100, <laughs> right. 120 yeah. degrees in there, yeah. and you're going to take people in to see that. Sure. So you know, everybody's adapted to it now, and it's great. And we started something kind of in, well, everybody's doing it, but we're want to do something kind of Napa Valley style to start an experience. You know, where you come in and and Kentucky's legislators have started. You know, allowing uh, a little more pours. You know, mm-hmm. we can now at the distillery, and everybody can do it. We have everybody's products at the distillery at the bar. You can come in and sit at the bar, and you can have anybody's product you want. That's cool. It's not limited to just my product. Right. We can have wine. We can have beer. We can have whatever we want, or whatever the customer wants. So it's not limited and 
two years ago it was. If you went to my place, you could only have my product. Wow. So, so that took a legislative effort to make that happen. That is exactly wow. right. So it took change in the legislature for that to happen. And when that opens up, that opens up the field for distilleries to open up for visitors to come in and have the visitors' experience. Wow. That- so when you start opening up the infrastructure, then that opens up for more visitors. I mean, two years ago, there was like 1.5 million visitors came to Kentucky just for the bourbon industry experience. When we open this up, there can be, of course, this pandemic has really limited things. But sure. when all this goes away, there can be four or five million people come to Kentucky just for this experience. Wow, no that's awesome. Unbelievable. It kind of brings up brings up a thought. You mentioned the changes, and now now you at, at Bardstown Bourbon Company can can be able to to have other bourbons. Let's let's back that up a couple of years ago when you couldn't do that. But in general, what is the relationship with you as the master distiller at Bardstown Bourbon Company and ex master distiller at this distillery or this one? You guys are are you all like one big brotherhood type of deal? Oh yeah, we party together. We we get together. I mean, at our restaurant, it's not unusual to see people from Maker's Mark, people from Jim Beam, people from Willits, people from Heaven Hill. They come in and eat. You know, they'll come over. Uh, just uh, about a week or so ago, uh, Greg Davis came over, who was the master distiller at, at Maker's Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had uh, uh, people from Heaven Hill to come in. Uh, uh, Willits people will come in quite often and eat. I mean, it's not unusual to have three or four people from other distilleries in there to eat during the week. That's very cool. So, I mean, that's that's got to be that's got to be so cool. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that that's really I enjoy about the industry is that we are one big group, especially on the production side of it. You know, we we party together. We if I had an issue at the distillery, I could call any one of them. And they would help me out whether I needed a motor or a part, or if I needed a device, they would come and help me out. That's, a, that's so great. it's 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 there's no cutthroat. <laughs> there's no cutthroat in that. I mean, can you? Because you can imagine some industries. It's like, are you kidding me? You're calling me to help you? Right. Yeah. No, you you know, don't call me. And that that's 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 pretty cool. And I'm sure you probably helped many 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 people out yourself oh, in this yeah. industry. I mean, I've I've gone to other distilleries, especially young ones, and, and helped them start up. See, that's great. You know, we, we we sent a couple of people down to Texas uh, last year and helped them start their distillery up. That's that's so, that shows your character, man. That that's pretty cool of you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just you know it's it's very friendly industry, and you know we do whatever we can because I can't make enough to supply. Everybody in the country can't make enough to supply everybody, so why should we fight? Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Great point. And, you know, when I'm drinking bourbon, I'm a pretty happy guy myself. (laughs) You know, I don't see why anybody would fight if you're drinking bourbon. You're just kind of chilling, you know? That's good. I mean. That's good stuff. I think Speaking of chilling, we need to take a quick break. We do. We do need to take a break. When we come back, it'll be segment two. We're hanging out with the legend, man. I know he doesn't like to be called a legend, but dude, he's a legend. He is. He is a legend. That that is Steve Nally. We'll be back for our second segment of Two Shots on a Barrel coming your way. Stick around for more Two Shots.
Whether you're buying or selling, be it your first home or your last home, or building your investment portfolio, give me a call. I'm Lisa Kearns, a realtor with Exit Realty Heartland. I understand the stress and hassles involved in buying and selling, and I will be here for you. Let me put my 20 plus years experience in marketing and customer service to work for you. Give me a call. 270-402-4036. Lisa Kearns, Realtor with Exit Realty Heartland. Here to work for you. Hey, this is Jimbo. This is J-Bo. Man, we are so happy because J-Bo, we got this podcast going and we got fantastic sponsors like our good buddy Billy Taft with Big O Tires. Billy Taft, longtime friend and uh, I've been going to him for years for new tires at Big O Tires. I needed a new set of tires just recently. Guess where I went? Where'd you go? Big old tires here in Lebanon, Kentucky, the heart of central Kentucky, Billy Taft. He took fantastic care of me. I know he's always taking care of you. Yeah, heck yeah. He's even taking care of me when I broke down in Bardstown. He has a Bardstown location as well. Fixed the tires right up. Baby, I was out the door, back to Lebanon in no time. He does a fantastic job. He's always worried about number one. You know what number one is? What's that? That is the customer. Exactly. The customer is always right when it comes to Billy Taft and Big Old Tires, Jabo. You can get oil changes, tire rotations, new tires. Heck, he's even got used tires you can buy. Absolutely. Whatever it is you're looking for, I guarantee you're going to find it at Big Old Tires, Bardstown, or in Lebanon. Boy, and guess what? They are sponsors right here, J-Bo, on Two Shots on a Barrel. I'm telling you what, we love Billy Taft and Big Old Tires. Go there today, Big Old Tires. Billy Taft, it's in Lebanon and Bardstown, the heart of Central Kentucky. Two old boys ain't much for working. J-Bo, I love it. I love it, man. I love that tune. Terry is so talented. Terry Woolley. So, you know, the story goes that I said, Terry, we're doing this podcast thing. We're just a couple guys wanting to talk about bourbon, everything that is central Kentucky, and Terry's like, I got you. And he took it from there. Yeah, 24 hours later, bam, we have an opening uh, theme for our podcast. Terry Woolley with Crystal Music is uh, kind of icing on the cake. Is sponsoring two shots on the bar. I don't know how cool that is. Not only did he do this for us, he's also sponsoring us. So, I mean, it's a double whammy from old Terry. Thank you, Terry. And you guys have come a long way. You know, you went from a point in time where you guys didn't necessarily get along the best in the world, and now you are like best friends. Well, it's like, you know, you put two superstars in one room, you know, there's going to be some bumping heads. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, whether it's recording, maybe it's some uh, voice lessons that you need, some uh, learning how to play a guitar, harmonica, you name it, Crystal Music in Campbellsville, Kentucky is a place to go. Hey, I even uh, was in a tight spot. I was going to go to Nashville. I was going to inter- inter- interview a bunch of artists, and I needed a guitar to sign. I remember play. that. I remember that. I walked in there, and I'm telling you, they have guitars everywhere. And he said, you don't want this guitar. You want the this guitar. And he set me up, and away I went to Nashville. Bam. He took care of you, and that's the way he can take care of everybody. He's a good dude. He works so hard. His wife, Ina, though, is the best thing in the world about him. There's no doubt about that. But Terry Woolley is a great dude, and for every musical thing that you need, including if you're out there listening and you need a jingle for your podcast, reach out to Terry Definitely. Woolley. Check him out on Facebook. Look him up, Terry Woolley. That's W-O-O-L-E-Y. Or look up Crystal Music. You'll be able to check out all their deals along the way. And thanks so much, as always, J-Bo. They're a great sponsor. Hey, and we're looking for more. Absolutely. Right here on Two Shots in a Barrel. 
We love our fans on Two Shots on a Barrel, don't we, Jabo? We love our fans, and we're giving them many, many, many options to be able to listen to our show. And uh, I'm going to give a few right now of the places you can go to find Two Shots on a Barrel. Do it. I mean, because it's literally no excuse. It's out there everywhere. It's everywhere. It's on uh, Podchaser, Deezer's. <laughs> Deezer's. That's a funny one, man. Say that, was, that again That twice. was hard to say. Deezer. Uh, listen Notes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, a brand new uh, opportunity, and that's on Amazon Music, Stitchers, iHeartRadio, Pandora, TuneIn and Alexa, and Podcast Addict. I never knew that there were so many ways that you could listen to Two Shots on a Barrel, but people are picking their platform of right. choice. They love Two Shots on a Barrel. We are having a blast. I mean, where else can you just come in? Talk about everything that is Central Kentucky. Drink bourbon, or into, even today, our latest one is coffee and bourbon. <laughs> I mean, it's great. It's it's wonderful, and we appreciate everybody for tuning in. No matter where you find us, we're just glad you're listening. We appreciate that you are having so much fun with two shots on a barrel. We hear comments all the time. Keep on doing it. Hit that subscribe button, whichever your favorite platform is, because we love you. We love you guys. All right, stick around because we got two more shots. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, two shots on a barrel coming your way. God bless America, baby. We're back with Steve Nally with Two Shots on a Barrel. Having a great time in the studio here with uh, Jim Reed as well as Jay Bo and uh, talking all things bourbon with my buddy, Mr. Steve. And uh, I cannot believe you've been here for a whole segment. And today's a very, very special day. Yeah, it, it, it's a, it's, it, it is a special day. And you, and you haven't even pointed it out yet, that how special it is. There's somebody having a birthday today, and you really should tell him happy birthday. <laughs> you are so much like me. Your son is having a birthday today. He, he probably doesn't want this mentioned because he's a half a century half old. A century. Fifty years old, yeah. Mr. Kirk Nally. Happy Kirk birthday! Nally. Yeah, he's having a birthday day, and actually, I sent him a, a wish well. I said, "Are you feeling older? Are you feeling better? Are you? Is your memory going? Or you know what, right. what's going on with you?" Right. And he, he didn't answer. He's probably still napping, right? <laughs> he, he did answer. He said, I'll, I'll probably have to have a drink later just, yeah. to, just to sober up. Yeah. <laughs> well, happy birthday, Kirk. Yeah. Se- segment yeah. three. We, we, I can't wait till segment three. Segment three is going to be fun. That's the, that's the pull the crap out of J-Bo's butt section. And, and man, it's going to be a fun one because – I know J Bo has been doing Mapping. a little, little doing private some, investigating. Steve. Some digging uh, on you, man. Oh, this could, this could be interesting. I, I might have to take my headphones off. And <laughs> plead the fifth, uh, fifth I, amendment, right? I don't know these guys. Or what do you, what do you call that? Fifth, when fifth you amendment. <laughs> oh, it's the larceny talking now. Yeah, we are drinking larceny today, which was uh, it, it was a good. Uh, good choice, for sure. Well, I, I have a story I need to tell. Go ahead and tell it. For many, many years, I, I've, I've gone to fundraisers, and you can always count on Wyoming Whiskey to have a basket there uh, with with their products and stuff. And I've tried 
every time. I would get outbidded every time. But you know what? I won one. And all I wanted was the bottle. I didn't care for the foo-foo glasses and everything else was in it. I like the foo-foo glasses. I probably gave them to you. but <laughs> I mean. But I finally got a bottle, and I said, I'm going to hold on to this. And, and next time I see him. You're going to get an autograph. I'm going to get an autograph. So I pull it out. This, how, long, how long ago was this? Dude, it's been a long time. But I pull it out, <laughs> pull it out to bring it here today to get it autographed. And you show it to me. And I show it to you. The damn it's thing's already <laughs> autographed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, come on. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's my luck right there. But I, I, I do have my bottle of Wyoming whiskey, and it is autographed. And uh, thanks. 12, 12 on 12. That's the number one. That's the first bottling. No. Nice. See, see, that's a special one then. Dang. How much you take for that? <laughs> I'll probably never have another one. I, I get outbidded. It's, let's see. The date's on here. Uh, 11, 10, 12. Yeah. I've had that bottle a long time. And that's, oh. That strip on the front of it, that's 12 on 12. That's the first, first bottling. That's it. Right here? Okay, that yeah. That tells see. you that. Yeah. Oh, well, hell far. That is cool. That's awesome. Yeah, so so stay away from my bottle. <laughs> I'm liking that. I, I might need to get him to sign it in, like, black uh, for the second time so I can officially say I had it signed. You, you can witness it. That's right. That's right. I, I remember one time down at uh, Maker's Mark, we had a signing, and Bill Jr. spent the day, whole day beforehand signing bottles, you know, getting ready for it. And this lady came through, and she got her bottle pre-signed by Bill, and she walked up, and she said, how do I know this is not a stain? You know, how do I know you really signed it? So he took the bottle, he re-signed it again, and he said, here, you saw me. <laughs> That's great. How how was it? How was it at Maker Smart? Because when you talk about legends, legends, I mean, how can you not go down that Samuel's path, right? Right. I mean, how was that? It was great. I mean, it was family because I I really had the privilege of working with T W Samuels, who started the distillery, and Bill. Oh yeah. Total opposites. You know, really? T.W. was a real calm, gentle man. Yeah. And anybody that knew Bill Samuels, he was off the wall. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was totally opposite. But T.W. made the product, made a great product. Bill sold it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it was, it was just between the two of them, they made the product and they sold it. So but they they really teamed up and made made Maker's Mark, Maker's Mark. Wow. That's cool. So it, it was great. Yeah, but it was a, it was a family operation. It, it worked family, and mm-hmm. you know I couldn't have asked for any better training grounds, if that's what you want to call it, than than at Maker's Mark. Yeah, yeah, that that is that's great. So this trip to Wyoming, I mean, you you got to do it. I mean, everything the the whole we're starting this. Everything was was Steve Nally, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I laid the facility out. I put all the equipment where I wanted it. You know, I got to train everybody the way I wanted them because going out there, nobody knew. You know, people would come by and they say, what are you building, a granary? Or, you know, <laughs> what is this place? Yeah. And, you know, people I hired, they had no idea what was going on. So I got to train everybody just the way I wanted them. So, you know, it was good in ways. It was bad in ways because, you know, yeah, I had to train them from step one. But it, it was a good experience. You know, I wouldn't take anything for it. But they had good work ethics. You know, they were mm-hmm. all good hard workers, so that was good. But it was a good experience for me because I got to prove myself. You know, I'd, I'd worked every, everything. I'd done all the jobs. I knew what I was doing. 
and I got to prove it kind of away from everybody everything that you know I didn't have anybody coming in and say well this is the way you ought to do it or that's the way you ought to do it I got to to do it my way wow did so, um you said it took four years to get the product out there did anybody try to convince you to to make something like a two-year product did anybody try to change your plan along the way or was it this is how we're doing it well and, uh, yeah they did actually the first product was released a little bit too early because it was released at four years and it should have been waited another six to eight months uh, and just like any startup you know when you when you build a facility you've got all the expense of that you've got the expense of operating for four and a half years and you get financially stripped right you know you, you get a whole lot of money going in they had a little over 10 million dollars already spent and they were starting to get cash stride yeah you know. needing so it. they pushed it and i tried to get them to wait six more months they didn't and it left a bad taste on a lot of people's mouths so if they had waited six to eight more months it'd have been a whole lot better was that the first rye that, that you made out there that's a weeded product the weed, okay yeah. Because uh, somebody sent me a text to ask you about your first rye. Yeah, that that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the wheat, after it aged six more months, it was a whole lot better. It was a whole lot better product. The rye, let's go into that story. <laughs> well, when, when I went out there, you know, they asked what I wanted to make, and I said, I want to make a wheated product. So... We got into it uh, about a year and a half, maybe two years. Well, the owners came to me and they said, let's make a rye whiskey. And I said, I don't want to make a rye. So they said, yeah, you're going to make a rye whiskey. So I said, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make something. So anyway, we got into it and I made something. And we made it, put it in the barrels, and there was no more said about it. So when they got ready to bottle it, uh, they called me. I'd, I'd already left. I came back to Kentucky. This was four years later. So David DeFazio, he called me one day, and he said, I can't use that language on the air, but uh, <laughs> he said, I thought you we told you to make a rye. I said, you did. He said, how come you didn't do it? And I said, I told you I didn't want to make a rye. And he said, you blankety blank. <laughs> anyway... I made a 49% rye, so it wasn't a rye whiskey. It was a, so they called it a near rye. It was an excellent product. It was so good that they repeated the the mash bill the recipe, oh, nice. and they called it a near rye. Near rye. Yeah. That's awesome. And it it was it was great. But what a story! I, I told him. I said I told you I didn't want to make a rye whiskey. <laughs> They're like, make a rye, no, nope. make a rye, no, nope. make a rye, and then he, then he okay, <laughs> all right, near rye. That is that is That's great. Awesome. I'll but, never give up my, uh, you know, where I get my info from. I never do. <laughs> well, David was telling me. I've seen some uh, podcasts he's done. He'll tell the exact same story. That is so funny. And he 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 tells he does the unbleep version of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is so funny. That is fantastic. So I, how would you – Jake, well, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. So, you know, here you got here you got a legend. you got a Hall of Famer who starts this distillery. Uh-huh. And then and how would you like to be the guy that follows him? No, I wouldn't like it at all. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? No. So Steve's like, all right, 
my old Kentucky home is calling my name. I'm going back home. And then you got to be – it's kind of like Joe B. Hall following Adolph Rupp. Yeah, it's I mean, a, you get that feeling? Some big shoes to fill. <laughs> big shoes to fill. I mean, so have, how's Wyoming Whiskey doing that? There's been two following me so far. That answers the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine That's doing awesome. that. So, is like you said, is Wyoming whiskey still thriving there? Yeah, it's still, still fan doing favorite? good, and you know it's starting to come back. Because, like I said, there there was a bad taste, you know, right. because of the early product is just green, and once it, and I drink it. I mean, that's what I drink, and we've got product that's getting ready to come out, um, and it's doing good. Uh, September of twenty two, we'll have a six year old product. Oh wow! And right now we've got Fusion, which is a blend of a younger product and some aged product we bought, which is really good. And, in well, right now I've got a four-year-old weeded product. When it gets six, it'll be old enough to come out, and that's going to be my go-to then. Wow. But, uh, you know, it's... Just don't forget about us, too. We might need a little bit of that. Well, you just have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> sound, like, sound like my mama. Yeah. You're going to have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> So what, what's your what, what's your if I said Steve, I want me I want you to fix up a Steve Nally select product that represents who Steve Nally is and the type of bourbon he wants to drink. What would it What would it be? Well, first off, it's going to be a weeded bourbon. You know, I, that's one of my go-to's. And there's so weeded several. in general gives bourbon a what kind of slant let's say well to me it's it's a little bit smoother sweeter okay flavor profile uh larceny is one maker's marks one weller's one uh those are are wheated bourbons okay and you know so a good uh, good sweet and smooth yeah, feel to it. and you know to me uh because i'm not used to it rye is a more of a peppery spicy flavor profile and you know when you when you first compare rye to wheat it's the spiciness is kind of a hotter you know with the alcohol and the rye it's a little bit more hotter negative flavor but wheat won't stand up in a cocktail like rye will mm. so if you put wheat in a cocktail it loses all of its flavor uh-huh. you know where rye won't and that's why most time in a cocktail you'll see rye whiskeys in a cocktail mm-hmm. and usually are higher rye you know uh, a green labeled rye whiskey most of your rye whiskeys are green labeled if they're high rye okay so those are usually used in cocktails okay because they stand up the flavor profile stands i had up no idea cocktail. just learning so, something so is new. it fair to say then a weeded uh bourbon is more of a sipping you can drink it neat type of a bourbon yeah i mean it's something that you know you put on ice or neat and you know a lot of times if you don't want it on ice uh, i keep mine in the freezer I keep it chilled, and that way, if you want to just pour a little of that glass, it's already cold. Yeah, just sip it. And, yeah, you know that way it's already cool, and right, you can't. Good, good idea. So you would you would definitely your 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 select product would be weeded, and and yeah. and, and what I mean, what else? Um, somewhere around ninety to to a hundred proof. You know, I don't I don't usually like something higher than that. If if it is, I'll throw a cube of ice in it. You know, just to knock the proof down on it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, there's usually a little bit too much bite to it if it's 120 or so. Yeah. Um, that's a good proof for me. 
my my favorite age is somewhere between six and eight years old, six and ten years old. You know, if it gets too much older than that, I, it's a little bit too much wood for me. You know, some people like that extra oakiness, extra wood, uh, leathery flavor profile. Right. I, I kind of like that uh, still the caramel vanillas, but not too much wood in it. So, you know, six to ten year old is, is a good age for me. So, you know, that's that's kind of the, the range I like. But other than that, anything's good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I tell you what, uh, I can't wait to come out there uh, to have dinner and uh, hang out at the bar. Yeah. And they, I don't know. I think you, you need to, uh, to one time, invite Sharon and myself, uh-huh. Steve and Donna, yeah. and take us out for a nice meal at, at Bardstown Bourbon well, Company. Why don't we invite his. Uh, Daughter and her well, husband. Let's, little little I mean, Dino and, and Monty. That's a perfect. Eight, I'm thinking we could take yeah. them just so we could be seated faster. <laughs> uh, you know, if they show up. That's so. a perfect table of eight, as far yeah, as I'm I think concerned. That's great. That's great. Would you have uh, dinner with us one night if we come out there? I believe we can arrange that. Oh, that'd yeah. be good, man. I'm excited yeah. now, boy. So I'm you excited. mentioned who you think's going to get the seat faster, Bino <laughs> or me? <laughs> <laughs> If, if food's involved, I'm going with Beano. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. You had mentioned some, a cool thing that you guys have got going on at Barstown Bourbon Company. Uh, be able to fill your own bottle. Tell us about that. Well, we're, we're getting ready. In fact, the equipment's getting put in as we speak. Uh, we're going to start a project, uh, a fill-your-own-bottle. Um, we've already launched a product of private barrels, and it's – uh, a product of immature barrels, which are young barrels that people are purchasing, but they can't buy, they can't get them yet because they've got to wait for them to age. So they're buying barrels that are two, three years old, but they've got to wait for them to mature before they get them. But along with that, when they do mature, they will be able to fill them themselves at the distillery. So with this fill your own bottle, people can come in, they can fill their own bottles or even barrels that are ready to be launched or ready to be filled. Uh, visitors can come in. They can go to the uh, warehouse, the location that the bottle filler's at. They'll be able to fill their own bottles. Uh, they can. There'll be a space on the label for them to write a little message. Uh, they can write the proof, the date they filled it, and take off. You know, that they'll, they'll cool, their man. Own bottle. Yeah, that is. So, we need know. to move to Bardstown. Yeah, <laughs> like or, or at least Holy Cross. Yeah, Holy Cross. I, yeah, I, I Holy Cross it, is pretty close. I mean, you know, there's a little shortcut through Manton right through oh, there. Oh, that's it's, great. It's just, yeah. Yeah, man. I got a new best friend. Yeah. Might as well move out there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's awesome. I, I'm so excited for that. Um, when do you want to go, Jim? When do you want to take a tour? You want to go? Uh, the sooner the better. Yeah. And, and, we, and Steve's already told us that we can set up our, our mobile we can we can do a podcast right there at Barstown Bourbon Company. Let's so, do it, dude. I, I'm ready to go. I mean, today. Well, let's, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take a short break, talk about it, and come back and uh, wrap things up here. I'm excited about segment three. This oh, is yes. going this is going to be fun. Right, yeah, stick around for uh, two shots on a barrel segment three. You're not going to want to miss this. I promise you. Back with two shots right after this break.
Whether you're buying or selling, be it your first home or your last home, or building your investment portfolio, give me a call. I'm Lisa Kearns, a realtor with Exit Realty Heartland. I understand the stress and hassles involved in buying and selling, and I will be here for you. Let me put my 20 plus years experience in marketing and customer service to work for you. Give me a call. 270-402-4036. Lisa Kearns, Realtor with Exit Realty Heartland. Here to work for you. Hey, this is Jimbo. This is J-Bo. Man, we are so happy because J-Bo, we got this podcast going and we got fantastic sponsors like our good buddy Billy Taft with Big O Tires. Billy Taft, longtime friend and uh, I've been going to him for years for new tires at Big O Tires. I needed a new set of tires just recently. Guess where I went? Where'd you go? Big O Tires here in Lebanon, Kentucky, the heart of central Kentucky, Billy Taft. He took fantastic care of me. I know he's always taking care of you. Yeah, heck yeah. He's even taking care of me when I broke down in Bardstown. He has a Bardstown location as well. Fixed the tires right up. Baby, I was out the door. Back to Lebanon in no time. He does a fantastic job. He's always worried about number one. You know what number one is? What's that? That is the customer. Exactly. The customer is always right when it comes to Billy Taft and Big Old Tires, Jibbo. You can get oil changes, tire rotations, new tires. Heck, he's even got used tires you can buy. Absolutely. Whatever it is you're looking for, I guarantee you're going to find it at Big Old Tires, Barnstown, or in Lebanon. Boy, and guess what? They are sponsors right here, J-Bo, on Two Shots on a Barrel. I'm telling you what, we love Billy Taft and Big Old Tires. Go there today, Big Old Tires. Billy Taft, it's in Lebanon and Bardstown, the heart of Central Kentucky. Two old boys ain't much for working. J-Bo, I love it. I love it, man. I love that tune. Terry is so talented. Terry Woolley. So, you know, the story goes that I said, Terry, we're doing this podcast thing. We're just a couple guys want to talk about bourbon, everything that is central Kentucky, and Terry's like, I got you. And he took it from there. Yeah, 24 hours later, bam, we have an opening uh, theme for our podcast. Terry Woolley with Crystal Music is uh, kind of icing on the cake. Is sponsoring two shots on the brand. I don't know how cool that is. Not only did he do this for us, he's also sponsoring us. So, I mean, it's a double whammy from old Terry. Thank you, Terry. And you guys have come a long way. You know, you went from a point in time where you guys didn't necessarily get along the best in the world, and now you are like best friends. Well, it's like, you know, you put two superstars in one room, you know, there's going to be some bumping heads. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, whether it's recording, maybe it's some uh, voice lessons that you need, some uh, learning how to play a guitar, harmonica, you name it, Crystal Music in Campbellsville, Kentucky is a place to go. Hey, I even uh, was in a tight spot. I was going to go to Nashville. I was going to inter- inter- interview a bunch of artists, and I needed a guitar to sign. I remember play. that. I remember that. I walked in there, and I'm telling you, they have guitars everywhere. And he said, you don't want this guitar. You want the this guitar. And he set me up, and away I went to Nashville. Bam. He took care of you, and that's the way he can take care of everybody. He's a good dude. He works so hard. His wife, Ina, though, is the best thing in the world about him. There's no doubt about that. But Terry Woolley is a great dude, and for every musical thing that you need, including... If you're out there listening and you need a jingle for your podcast, reach out to Terry Woolley. Check him out on Facebook. Look him up, Terry Woolley. That's W-O-O-L-E-Y. Or look up Crystal Music. You'll be able to check out all their deals along the way. And thanks so much, as always, J-Bo. They're a great sponsor. Hey, and we're looking for more. Absolutely. Right here on Two Shots in a Barrel.
We love our fans on Two Shots in a Barrel, don't we, Jabo? We love our fans, and we're giving them many, many, many options to be able to listen to our show. And uh, I'm going to give a few right now of the places you can go to find Two Shots on a Barrel. Do it. I mean, because it's literally no excuse. It's out there everywhere. It's everywhere. It's on uh, Podchaser, Deezers. <laughs> Deezers, that's a funny one, man. Say that, was, that again That twice. was hard to say. Deezer. Uh, listen Notes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, a brand new uh, opportunity, and that's on Amazon Music, Stitchers, iHeartRadio, Pandora, TuneIn and Alexa, and Podcast Addict. I never knew that there were so many ways that you could listen to Two Shots on a Barrel, but people are picking their platform of right. choice. They love Two Shots on a Barrel. We are having a blast. I mean, where else can you just come in? Talk about everything that is Central Kentucky. Drink bourbon, or into even today, our latest one is coffee and bourbon. <laughs> I mean, it's great. It's it's wonderful, and we appreciate everybody for tuning in. No matter where you find us, we're just glad you're listening. We appreciate that you are having so much fun with two shots on a barrel. We hear comments all the time. Keep on doing it. Hit that subscribe button, whichever your favorite platform is, because we love you. We love you guys. All right, stick around because we got two more shots. (laughs) I can tell. Yeah, two shots on a barrel coming your way. God bless America, baby. to two shots on a barrel thanks so much for steve nally uh coming and hanging out with us how cool is this uh, hope you can uh be able to follow along subscribe to two shots on a barrel we're gonna have uh hopefully we're, we're just getting going jaybo what, what what is it like 15 different countries 16 countries 16 different countries hello sweden hey baby i love sweden i tell you i, I i'm just shell-shocked at how this whole thing uh just took off in less than three months. I mean, we're having fun. We're drinking bourbon. We're talking to people like Steve Nally. Yeah. I mean, I don't see this going anywhere, but... I think we peaked today. I think today's our uh, top of the mountain. We say we say that every week. I know, but we really... I mean... I mean this, 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 is, this is the... We've not had a Hall of Famer yet till today. Till today. Which yeah. is pretty cool. I mean, come on. You know what? You know what time it is, don't you? What time is it? It's segment three. Trouble time. Trouble time. That's right. This is the fun part. <laughs> time so, for me to leave. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jaybo, we've already talked about uh, what special day today is. Yeah, happy it, birthday! It's, it, it's Kirk Nally yeah, Day. Happy birthday, yeah. son! Fifty <laughs> years old, half wow. a century. Wow! So, so happy birthday, number one. I saw the coolest picture out on Facebook today. It's hard to believe he's older than I am. <laughs> 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 That's funny. The coolest picture. Your your lovely daughter Monty posted the the, the cutest picture and saying happy birthday to her, to her brother and the two twins, Monty and Mickey. So so I was telling J-Ball before you came in and we were talking about this. I was like, you know, Steve is is well known for outstanding bourbon, right? He, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a legend. I'll tell you one thing. He is also well known for making beautiful baby girls. Holy cow! 
Holy cow. I'll have to agree with you. Yeah, I'll have to agree with you. Now, now, great. You have a set of twins. Correct. And they're both beautiful. And uh, my, my only question for you with this is, which one do you like more? <laughs> they, they are equal. Equal. <laughs> You're not going to start that fight with me. <laughs> you hear? You hear that, girl? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's that is so great. funny. So, uh, one thing that we love more than anything uh, in the studios, we love our. Chad Spalding, Lobino, we yeah, love him. We, we love Lobino. We love having him on our shows. We he was our actually our first. How do how do you think it is for Chad? He to, hates it to have to, to to have your dad being like Steve Nally. I mean, I mean your father, father your father in law. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how do you think that would be? I mean, it's got to be intimidating. Yeah. I mean, he's so short, anyways. <laughs> so it's kind of you know it's got to be hard to live up to such a legend. But listen, we need some more dirt. On uh, old little Bino, and if anybody's going to have dirt on Chad, it's got to be you. You've you've got to have something good on on this guy. Well, you know, it's kind of hard for me to spread any dirt on him because you know <laughs> we use barrels in our in our industry. That's right. <laughs> and if I spread dirt, the, the barrels I get might start leaking. True. And, and or cost them more. And cost more. So you know, I, I've got to be really careful there. So. I'm probably going to take the fifth on that oh, one. <laughs> Chad's in there smiling right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's smiling. You know, I'm wondering about that process of, like, you know, when, when Chad's little Chad is, like, thinking, this is the girl of my dreams. This is who I want to marry. Now I'm going to go to Steve, and I'm going to say, Mr. Nally? <laughs> Can you see that? I can see it, man. I don't think he ever asked. <laughs> Come on, Chad. There's still time, Chad. Oh, that, that is, is so good. funny. That's good. So does Chad come to uh, your distillery and sell you barrels, or is it just a known fact that, hey, that's my boy? I'm just, I mean, he's a craft He's a craft. Guy, I mean, though. but I'm sure he's that's his father-in-law. Okay. Well, I mean, if you think about it. Yeah, he he comes to the distillery. He checks on barrels, and he doesn't do that for every bigger distillery. Mm. Right, just, just for me. See, yeah. So, so it was yeah. a great question, yeah. J-Bo. Yeah, yeah he uh, he comes over, and if we have an issue, we'll call him up. Uh, if Carrie can't get a hold of him, I'll call him up. <laughs> <laughs> and he's right yeah. there. And he's he'll, he'll come over. But yeah, he comes over quite often, and and uh, we'll have lunch together, and. Uh, He'll check on us, just see how things are doing. He's a great guy. He's yeah, a, we yeah. pick on him, but we love him. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> that is so good. Oh, it's so funny. I just can't believe you played the fifth, though. I, mean, <laughs> I was really hoping. It, it, all he needs is a bunch of barrels leaking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One more barrel leaking, buddy. I'm giving him dirt. All right, so, so for for a second, though, let, let's talk about Bino and his primary gig and, and the craft business that – that is really, I mean, you're, you're seeing new craft distilleries open up every day. I think that's probably, for, for a guy like you, has got to be pretty neat to see. Well, it's great. I mean, you know, it's great for the industry to, to see all these little guys open up. Um, I forget how many Chad said they've got in the market now. I mean, it's something like 300 or wow. 400 or something like that. And I can remember when uh, uh, there's a group that's gotten together that kind of, 
overseas or, or seas too that's craft distilleries and when I went out to Wyoming there's something like uh, three to four hundred craft distilleries across the country mm. and the last count I remember seeing there's two or three two thousand twenty five hundred across country now and they're popping up every place so you know it's it's quite impressive uh, to see that you know some of them get into it um, not really knowing what they're doing and some of them will turn to other guys I mean we found them turn to us you know when I ask for help uh, there's Moonshine University down in Louisville that offers courses mm. you know to people that want to get started in the industry Very and cool. that helps out a whole lot so you know there's lots of ways to to get into it if you want to yeah, but um, you know it's it's very very popular. It's kind of like the breweries were yeah. quite a few years ago sure. you know, that that are getting into it. But it takes quite a bit more capital to get into distilling than it does brewing because brewing you can have a turnover in a few months. Right, distilling as you know takes a few years. Takes a little bit. Me and Jay both thought about it for a second, and then we figured out <laughs> we didn't have any money. Second, <laughs> second was long enough. Yeah, yeah that's about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like okay, this is. Well, Lil Bino's talked us into uh, looking into somebody making us a barrel. Yeah, so, we, we, so can can we do that at Barstown Bourbon Company? Uh, they have a process that they go through that you know um, I can get you in touch with them. Uh, yeah, you know to see about purchasing a barrel that'd yeah. be great yeah that'd... we can get some info and yeah. uh, do it to it I had a question on it I forgot where I was going with it it was gonna be a it was gonna be a really good something question. about how did I get so handsome or something like that it's probably it? to my benefit that you forgot <laughs> it <laughs> Probably so. Yeah, segment three, it's probably a good thing. Yeah, we kind of uh, start letting the bourbon do the talking in segment three. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, we're drinking larceny tonight. So uh, so, so, can you tell us a yeah. little smidge about I larceny? Could, I bet you could tell us more about larceny than I know about larceny. Well, basically all I know is it's, it's just a pretty darn good product. You know, Heaven Hill makes it. Uh, you know, it's a weeded product, and, you know, it's just one that they don't give you a whole lot of information about it but uh you know it's just one that i found that i just i like and it's just a good product i found out my question steve what's that all right so we talked about how jaybo was really nervous about you coming in and how he was going to be like stuttering and so every industry you've got somebody that you look up to like for me for god's sakes i've been a banker for 30 years but i've been really a radio guy i love radio and i dreamed about being kwood ledford and I dreamed about being Marty Brenneman. And so if I ever saw either of those two guys, I would have been like, J-Bo, uh, yep. Mr. Ledford, is there that guy in the bourbon industry for you that you're like, oh, crap, it's Booker No, or oh, crap, it's – who is is there that guy that, that's been in that bourbon industry that would be like, oh, crap, that makes me a little nervous to be around him? Well, when I when I started out in the industry, there's there was a group of people I called pioneers. They were the uh, Booker Nose, the Parker Beams, the who is still around, Jimmy Russells, the yeah. T. W. Samuels. Those people, they were they were the guys I considered the pioneers of the bourbon industry. Yeah, um, you know the guy that's still around is Jimmy Russell. You know he he's the legend of the bourbon industry yeah and you know he's he's a guy if he walks into the room you know i feel like it's an honor to go up and shake his hand wow and yeah, uh that's you cool know, he's he's still just 
he thinks like I do. He thinks I'm not a legend. You know, I, I'm Jimmy Russell. But, you know, he is he is a legend of, of the bourbon industry. That it's is awesome. cool. That so, is cool. Yeah, he is. He's the one that I feel I start stuttering when I see him. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, I've learned that uh, my stuttering problem comes when I'm not drinking enough. So once I start drinking. I've been, I've been very proud of you today. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. In fact, I was the one that screwed up and called uh, Steve (laughs) Chad's dad. Yeah, it happens. It happens. (laughs) You know. Who's your daddy? Yeah, so, so, uh, but other than that, you've been been solid today. It's it's good. It's easy to interview somebody like this guy here. Yeah. I mean, just, he's one of us. Uh, you ask him what? What do you like about this bourbon? It, it's good. That's, I know that's my answer. That that's <laughs> that's, that's a guy that you can just sit down and 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 just drink bourbon and yeah. talk talk about solving the world's yeah. problems. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's one of us, and and we are so happy you came in to hang out with us today. Well, it's been a pleasure talking with you. I mean, you know, it's, I feel like that. You know, people say, "Well, I taste this and I taste that." I mean, you know, I'm kind of like some of these other guys that say, you know. It's good. That's I it. like it. That's and, me. You know, that's, that's me. You know, I, I don't taste a whole lot in it. I like it or I don't like it, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, see. <laughs> Jayba, on your Mount Rushmore of bourbon, Steve Nally would, would be a, definitely there. Definitely, right in the middle. Yeah. Right in the middle. I mean, that that's pretty cool. I mean, to find out that he thinks the same uh, about bourbon as I do. I know. It's and, crazy, isn't it? And he's a lot smarter than you, but it's like <laughs> it's almost like for a second y'all are on the same plane. I, I tell you what. I tell you what, we got a lot in common. We have beautiful kids. Yes, you do. Um, we both like bourbon. Don't, yes, you, yeah. don't care about trying to figure out what fruit's in it. Yeah. Uh, or nuts or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or earthy products. Yeah. Fresh, we just like to drink fresh it. mown grass yes, or yes. leather or all that no, kind of stuff. No, just just it just we know we like <laughs> bourbon. So so now I got a new favorite. I, I feel like, and and we're we're gonna go to Barstown Bourbon Company. Yep. We're gonna have dinner at some point when all this hopefully this. Are you, you guys are still still open with all yeah. this COVID nineteen yeah, stuff? Yeah, we've just got limits, you know, certain yeah. percentage and all yeah. that. And yeah, yeah, we're, we're so, still open. Let's go. Well, I, th- I think we're gonna it's gonna it's gonna happen at some point. Heck yeah! Well, and and the coolest thing yeah. about uh, again about Steve is not only do you have uh, a bourbon Hall of Famer sitting here, but his wife he gets to go home to a Hall of Famer every night. Another legend. Yeah, and, and we'll have that's another guest that we can have. Yeah, hopefully at some point here she'd be great to have. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Line her up. Yeah, so man, I can't thank you enough. It, well, it's, it's been an honor. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been great. So yeah, we would love to have some uh, some Barstown bourbon. Uh, I think it would look beautiful in our display. I'll see if I can't make that happen. Look like, <laughs> you know, looks the- like you're getting a few bottles. It's getting kind of low. So yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Our second shelf coming back or <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah, something can happen. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. We're, we we're not we're it. not too modest that we we like to accept handouts. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you look behind you, there's a uh, minor case, uh, you know, picture on the wall. My hat is a uh, what, what's on my hat. I don't. It's wilderness, wilderness trail. trail. Mine is, mine is trail. log steel. See, we're okay. you know we just yeah. we like freezing. We, we, we take you we see, take. I'm, I'm hatless, so. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I didn't take his hat. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in. We we had a ball. We absolutely had a ball. Yeah, take care of yourself, and 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 maybe someday when when we're out for dinner and we can get you drunk, you can tell us Beano stories. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll see if I can think some up that he, that he won't hear. But I know you'll go back and tell him. <laughs>
right, Steve Nally, thanks so much for joining Two Shots on a Barrel. J-Bo, man, this is, this is awesome. Yeah, I got the belly pain again from laughing so much. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, so, uh, again, hit that subscribe button. We're on all platforms, iTunes, uh, we are on iHeartRadio, we are Spotify. on Spotify. You pretty much name the platform. We're out there. No excuse not to be able to catch two shots on a barrel. Also on Facebook, sign yep. up. Yep, definitely go out there because we're all the time putting things out there like we did about Steve Nally, kind of mm-hmm. to, to give you a flavor of, of what you would get today on two shots. Uh, I guess that'll do it for today's show. We'll all see right. you next time. Until next time, I'm Jimbo. I'm Jimbo. Peace out, everybody. Whether you're buying or selling, be it your first home or your last home, or building your investment portfolio, give me a call. I'm Lisa Kearns, a realtor with Exit Realty Heartland. I understand the stress and hassles involved in buying and selling, and I will be here for you. Let me put my 20-plus years experience in marketing and customer service to work for you. Give me a call, 270-402-4036. Lisa Kearns, realtor with Exit Realty heartland here to work for you hey this is jimbo this is jaybo man we are so happy because jaybo we've got this podcast going and we got fantastic sponsors like our good buddy billy taff with big old tires billy taff longtime friend and uh i've been going to him for years for new tires and big old tires I needed a new set of tires just recently. Guess where I went? Where'd you go? Big old tires here in Lebanon, Kentucky, the heart of central Kentucky, Billy Taft. He took fantastic care of me. I know he's always taking care of you. Yeah, heck yeah. He's even taking care of me when I broke down in Bardstown. He has a Bardstown location as well. Fixed the tires right up. Baby, I was out the door. Back to Lebanon in no time. He does a fantastic job. He's always worried about number one. You know what number one is? What's that? That is the customer. Exactly. The customer is always right when it comes to Billy Taft and Big Old Tires, Jabo. You can get old changes, tire rotations, new tires. Heck, he's even got used tires you can buy. Absolutely. Whatever it is you're looking for, I guarantee you're going to find it at Big Old Tires, Barnstown, or in Lebanon. Boy, and guess what? They are sponsors right here, J-Bo, on Two Shots on a Barrel. I'm telling you what, we love Billy Taft and Big Old Tires. Go there today, Big Old Tires, Billy Taft. It's in Lebanon and Bardstown, the heart of Central Kentucky. Two old boys ain't much for working. J-Bo, I love it. I love it, man. I love that tune. Terry is so talented. Terry Woolley. So, you know, the story goes that I said, Terry, we're doing this podcast thing. We're just a couple guys wanting to talk about bourbon, everything that is Central Kentucky, and Terry's like, I got you. And he took it from there. Yeah, 24 hours later, bam, we have an opening uh, theme for our podcast. Terry Woolley with Crystal Music is uh, kind of icing on the cake. Is sponsoring two shots on the brand. I don't know how cool that is. Not only did he do this for us, he's also sponsoring us. So, I mean, it's a double whammy from old Terry. Thank you, Terry. And you guys have come a long way. You know, you went from a point in time where you guys didn't necessarily get along the best in the world. 
and now you are like best friends. Well, it's like, you know, you put two superstars in one room, you know, there's going to be some bumping heads. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, whether it's recording, maybe it's some uh, voice lessons that you need, some uh, learning how to play a guitar, harmonica, you name it, Crystal Music in Campbellsville, Kentucky is a place to go. Hey, I even uh, was in a tight spot. I was going to go to Nashville. I was going to inter- inter- interview a bunch of artists, and I needed a guitar to sign. I remember play. that. I remember that. I walked in there, and I'm telling you, they have guitars everywhere. And he said, you don't want this guitar. You want the this guitar. And he set me up, and away I went to Nashville. Bam. He took care of you, and that's the way he can take care of everybody. He's a good dude. He works so hard. His wife, Ina, though, is the best thing in the world about him. There's no doubt about that. But Terry Woolley is a great dude, and for every musical thing that you need, including if you're out there listening and you need a jingle for your podcast, reach out to Terry Woolley. Check him out on Facebook. Look him up, Terry Woolley. That's W-O-O-L-E-Y. Or look up Crystal Music. You'll be able to check out all their deals along the way. And thanks so much, as always, J-Bo. They're a great sponsor. Hey, and we're looking for more. Absolutely. Right here on Two Shots in a Barrel. We love our fans on Two Shots in a Barrel, don't we, J-Bo? We love our fans, and we're giving them many, many, many options to be able to listen to our show. And uh, I'm going to give a few right now of the places you can go to find Two Shots on the Barrel. Do it. I mean, because it's literally no excuse. It's out there everywhere. It's everywhere. It's on uh, Podchaser, Deezers. <laughs> Deezers. That's a funny one, man. Say that, was, that again That twice. was hard to say. Deezer. Uh, listen Notes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, a brand new uh, opportunity, and that's on Amazon Music, Stitchers, iHeartRadio, Pandora, TuneIn and Alexa, and Podcast Addict. I never knew that there were so many ways that you could listen to Two Shots on a Barrel, but people are picking their platform of right. choice. They love Two Shots on a Barrel. We are having a blast. I mean, where else can you just come in? Talk about everything that is Central Kentucky. Drink bourbon, or into, even today, our latest one is coffee and bourbon. <laughs> I mean, it's great. It's it's wonderful, and we appreciate everybody for tuning in. No matter where you find us, we're just glad you're listening. We appreciate that you are having so much fun with two shots on a barrel. We hear comments all the time. Keep on doing it. Hit that subscribe button, whichever your favorite platform is, because we love you. We love you guys. All right, stick around because we got two more shots. (laughs) I can tell. Yeah, two shots on a barrel coming your way. God bless America, baby.